I want to thank my sponsor, Reset Revive Thrive, helping entrepreneurs and business people reinvent their life, career and business. We all know the business landscape has changed and you must adapt in order to thrive in the new economy. Reset Revive Thrive managed to address critical business do's and don'ts in a very holistic way, empowering you with the tools and resources to succeed. Find out more at lisajanehussey.com forward slash Reset Revive Thrive. Welcome to Yummy Mummy Podcast, a health and well-being show inspiring you to bring out your best self and live a delicious life. Hello, it's Lisa Jane here, your host and deep thinker, bringing you an episode with insights on the world we live in, the slavery system, poster wars, the ending of the US bankruptcy in 1999, and how to vacate the fiction following the teachings from full colon David hyphen win full colon Miller and full colon Russell hyphen J full colon Gould period. This language I just used is called quantum language passe syntax grammar. When I first came to learn about this quantum grammar, I met many postmasters along my research journey. One of them being full colon Paul hyphen Douglas full colon Jubinville. He left the banking world and is now a holistic practitioner, also a quantum grammar tutor in Canada. In our discussion today, I asked my guests for closure on the timeline to create clarity moving forward. The situation I'm in, which I'm at a crossroad and I'm really trying to get my hand around this whole banking system and what happened in 1999. And I keep hearing the story from Russell on all different platforms and videos. Is there a simple way of explaining what happened? Um, I don't know if I can say it's simple, but it's pretty straightforward. There's been a system in place to keep us all in debt slavery for 8,500 years. 8,500 year old system. Is that system got to do with our birth certificates being filed from the state to the Vatican and then money coming back to the state that we then work our butts off to provide for ourselves and borrow money? Is that the system we're talking about? Well, you can watch War Castles and get the same thing over 12 hours of whatever it's going to take you to do. I'm watching but, it. Uh, it's just still too much for me. It's like, ah! <laughs> okay. My, my slavery date started November 15, 1963. I was born mm-hmm. October 12, 1963. Now, that's when my slave system started. So just let me run down. I'll answer your question okay. about the bankruptcy in 1999. So okay. let me run through it. 8,500 years ago, Pharaoh said, as it is written, so shall it be done. What gave him authority to do that is he was the postmaster general of our world. What does that mean? There's been a global shipping war on this planet for 8,500 years where the global reigning army of Pharaoh 8,500 years ago was the biggest army. He had the biggest boots, the biggest army. He got to call the shots. He was the one organized the trade well i shouldn't say organize the trade routes but he taxed the trade routes you know it says you guys are sending stuff there i get a cut of that so that's what that means is that the global shipping war means whoever the global reigning monarch is or whoever's in charge that would be the postmaster general of our world it's a masonic order it's a masonic order postmaster general of our world gets a cut out of everything let's back up two thousand years ago and the Roman army, well, more than 2,000 years ago. When the Roman army was in several thousand years ago, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome went and challenged Egypt with the Roman army. The Roman army took over Egypt. Now, it was Caesar, the leader of the Roman army, because he had the bigger army. 
he took over as being the postmaster general of our world because he was now the reigning global monarch and he's the guy who kicked Pharaoh's ass. Now let's look at what happened with the Roman army. The Roman army segued itself from being an army of force to brutally govern the world into a religion that governed the world. And the Vatican set up the three city states known as the Vatican City, as the city of London, and Washington DC over their 2000 year reign on the planet. They've been around here since the time of Christ. You're aware of that. The church has its early standings a couple thousand years ago, give or take. That's going to be 2160 years ago if you want to talk about astrological, zodiological events. So basically for that time frame, the last 2000 years, the Roman Catholic Church has been in charge with the Pope as the postmaster general of our world. So the postmaster general of our world, the pontiff, that's why everybody wants to be the pope. The pope was not allowed to be a Jesuit priest because the contracts, the Jesuits ran the army, the pope's army. They weren't allowed to have the army Jesuits in place. However, in 1999, now here's the deal. All of the wars that went on were postal wars up until 1999. Postal wars means one country, which was a corporation, owed another country, which was a corporation, some money. Now, in this birth certificated system, you've got to comprehend a few things. First, it's a shipping war. Why the birth certificate system? A country, which is a company, owes another company, which is a country, some money, and they don't pay it. So they go to the postmaster general and say, these people didn't pay us. We want to go and get our stuff. So he says, okay, get in a contract with me pay me, I'll let you ship your army over there, kick their ass, take the spoils of war as your payment, and enslave their people. Under that flag, you get to seize their flag and take their flag. And then you get to run their country until they pay off your debt. So that's what they say. That's how they get the debt slavery thing going when countries, companies go into bankruptcy. But here's how they go into bankruptcy. The army of the company that owes them money okay so it's the, the the one who's supposed to get the money they go and attack them boom and whoever wins wins so it doesn't matter they both need money to go to war so the company that can't pay its debt needs to go borrow more money to go to war to defend itself or it just doesn't defend itself and the country that wants to go to war needs more bombs so they go to the vatican or to the global bankers who own the vatican and they borrow money and those guys say okay we're going to lend money to you and then the other country goes to them and borrows money from them too. When a country is in bankruptcy, they cannot create their own currency. So basically wars cause bankruptcy because wars are expensive. And that's typically the way that the Vatican works. The typically the way the bankers work is they send countries into war because war is big business. It causes countries to go bankrupt. And when they go bankrupt, they're not allowed on the global scale to create their own currency. When they're bankrupt, they have to borrow from somebody else who has authority on the global level to create currency. That's the IMF. That's the global bankers who have the contract with the crown to create the currencies for the countries that are in bankruptcy under the Vatican's bankruptcy system, the debt slavery system. I mentioned to you that they get to go and seize the other country's flag. So this whole deal about the shipping wars, the whole globe... Uh, functions under the law of the flag. You gather up your corporation and the citizens under a flag. You register the flag under the Vatican. 
The Vatican has its registry called the United Nations. That's the corporate registration for the Vatican's bankrupt companies. You register your flag. So they put together a styles manual for the country, goes under the flag. The styles manual says what they're going to sell, which is a periodic table. It's the carbon, it's the hydrogen, it's the elementals, the element. And they're going to do various combinations of elements, like the wooden desk in front of me is made of carbon, most of it. There's some carbon, some nitrogen, some oxygen, and that kind of stuff in it. So they're going to combine those things in different ways to make a desk. And they're going to sell a desk, but they're going to sell it in its format of elemental construct. So they get that together. They get their weights and measures together. What alphabet are you going to use? How are you going to write your hieroglyphics? Is it the ABCs? Is it the Arabic alphabet? Is what alphabet? You're going to make up your own whatever. So you register all this stuff, and this says how you're going to create your contracts. So we're going to create our contracts with this specific type of language, and we're going to make our contract sentences follow this exact flow. It's going to be from A to Z. This is how it goes, and we're not going to venture outside of that for our legal contracts. And they register all of that up there, up with the UN, and then they start teaching everybody something different so that when they create contracts, it doesn't match with the law they said that they were going to make it match. So that the country then gets to go at war with its citizens because the citizens are stupid to know their own shit. And that's a fact because they dumb us down. They poison the food. They poison the air. They poison the water. They clutter our brains. They clutter the bodies. We can't think straight. They teach us to be dumb. They teach us to obey. They teach us all that stuff. That's what happens in the educational system. Most people don't rise above that. And then they learn nothing else. They live and die as if though they've been told the truth their entire lives. But it's been a law, a lie. So in the end, the bankruptcy in 1999, what we need to listen to is global bankruptcy rule. When, when you go into bankruptcy, you have to form up a bankruptcy. Um, it's a bank charter. So you have to create a contract that says how you're going to do your banking in bankruptcy. And this charter is the thing that creates your corporation. And you got your corporate structure all together, and that's what you get registered. So that's what you're doing. You're doing your business under that corporate structure which is under the Vatican's bankruptcy system. That corporate structure that got registered gets three tries to get out of bankruptcy. How that works is they take their citizens, they give their citizens a birth certificate, which is their death warrant, which is basically their corporation as a trustee. because They can't make their own money. They're in countries in bankruptcy. They signed onto that flag. They're a citizen. Okay? You want to dump the bankruptcy, you dump the flag, period. You dump your citizenship. You dump your citizenship, you dump the flag. Okay, You dump the rules that go with the flag. So if you don't have a citizenship, they can't come and enforce slavery upon you as long as you've got citizenship somewhere else. We'll get into that later. So the idea is three tries at that to get out of the bankruptcy. Each one of those tries at that level is 70 years long, seven zero. A personal bankruptcy is seven years. A Corporate bankruptcy is 70. That's called a 70-year moratorium on the bankruptcy. You are dead in moratorium. You are dead. You are dead in commerce for 70 years or unless you can get out of bankruptcy in that time. Nobody gets out of, out of bankruptcy. Nobody pays off their debt very well. Some of the countries did do that more recently. I think Iceland was one of them. Greece tried that stuff too. But they were thrown back in for various other things. So the three tries. Now, we want to look at 1999 for the United States bankruptcy. November 2nd, 1999. What we, what we do is you take that, they say that's the third and final bankruptcy. Remember, they get three strikes 
if they can't pay off the bankruptcy after the third strike, any other corporate nation that has the money can swoop in, snag the flag, pay off the debt, and call the shots in commerce for that corporate nation. Great Britain was going to go in on just after November of that in 1999 and pay off the US debt, snag the flag and turn it into that new world order. And then all of us, me and everybody like me, you, Gordon, everybody, we'd be in FEMA camp. Well, me and Gordon would be dead. You'd be in a FEMA camp and me and Gordon would be dead because they'll just kill us. And if Trump doesn't win, they'll just kill us. So, you know, I mean, we got a lot riding on this. Don't worry, Trump's gonna win in the elections. In the end, what it is, is the three year moratorium is what we wanna talk about now. Why 1999? What, what's the buzz date on that? Well, if that's the end of the third, and we know that they come every 70 years, we're going to do math. So you take 1999, 1999 years, and you subtract 70 years off of that, and you come up with November 2nd, 1929. But there's a three-day rescission on all laws. So bankruptcy laws had to go into a three-day rescission trust timeline, which means the bankruptcy happened actually three days before that. Do the math. Take three days off of November 2nd, 1929, and you come up with 29th. October 29th, 1999 is the date of the stock exchange collapse that led into World War II. The stock exchange collapsed and went down on November 29th, 1999. Boom! United States, third and final bankruptcy. That's the start of that third and final bankruptcy. But when did the second third and final bankruptcy end? Now you need to take that year and that date. So you've got, got to now take the uh, October 29th, 1929, and subtract 70 years from that. And then you're going to get the end of the, of the other bankruptcy and subtract three days from that. And you're going to come up with another war then. That's going to be the American Civil War. Okay, so you look up the date of the American Civil War. Just Google it. It's going to be right around that date, give or take. And then you want to know when the first bankruptcy came in. You subtract 70 years plus three days from that time. And then you're going to find out that there was a, there was a war with the United States and Great Britain, where the Yanks got their, their freedom. So now you see that these bankruptcies are tied to the war dates of the corporations and of the countries. So what puts them into bankruptcy? Typically, the United States went into bankruptcy because of their wars. And the reason what happened is why Lincoln was assassinated at the end of the Civil War is because he, the gentleman's agreement was, hey, guys, at the United States, you don't ever borrow money from the IMF or from the bankers, not from those global bankers, because okay, they're criminals. You know, we borrow it from somebody else, but not them. Well, he broke that gentleman's agreement, and so he was assassinated for that. They shot him in the back of the head, and, and so that's why he was killed. That's because, you, hey, you effed up, you put us all in the slavery, death sentence. Here you go, bang, shot him in the back of the head. He was a Mason, Benjamin Franklin was a Mason, lots of Masons. They're not nice people. They're there for debt slavery. They're all, all of them are spies for the cabal in one way, shape, or form. Maybe not the, at the lowest levels, but anyone that's in governmental stuff at those levels, they're all in there. Every last one of them knows about it. So that's where the bankruptcies come in. That's why the bankruptcies are there, is to force the people to pay off the debts of the previous corporate nation that went into war to try to either defend themselves from some other corporate war 
or to be the aggressor of the corporate war. Typically, the United States of America has been the aggressor going forward because it's run through Washington, D.C., and it is the collector. So all war, the collector, what I mean is we're going to thieve from the whole world. They're the pirates. They're the biggest pirates. So they're going to steal from the whole world, and they're running under the law of the flag. Most Americans don't know about that. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. They're just as dumb as most of the Canadians and most of the Australians, most of the rest of us globally. And I say dumb, it's just like we're all dumbed down. If we could clear ourselves up, get rid of the poisons, we'd get a lot smarter. We really would. So that's the, the hit on the bankruptcies and the styles manuals and then those basic kinds of things of war castles. In November 2nd, 1999, there had to be X amount of days for stuff to wait. You know, um, there's, there's all kinds of mechanics that have to happen. I don't want to get into the biggest of the details, like the smallest of the details. Generally speaking, the governmental structure has to pack up and get out of whatever house they were sitting in. And that was Washington, D.C. So in 1999, on November 2nd, there was the thing called the Florida Chads where Bill Clinton was running for the president the second time. And Bill Clinton said, I'll be the last president of the United States of America. Why? Well, he knew this. The timelines are running out. And the third and final American bankruptcy comes up November 2nd, 1999. And it's time for his election. So they elect him, but they say, oh, now Bill knows he's got no authority. The bankruptcy's done. He knows about Russell. So here's what happened. Russell and Dave went in, scooped the flag. Now they got to pay off the debt, which is how many trillions of dollars, right? Did Dave and Russell have trillions of dollars? No. They proved all of the contracts that caused the debt were fraudulent. So the contracts that caused the debt because they were fraudulent nullifies the contract that causes the debt. Ergo, it nullifies the debt. Fraud? No debt. Globally is going to serve up everybody, every nation, every head of state, the UN. He's, they, it's massive, massive mailings that he did. It's just massive, the stuff that he's done over the years and all the mailings he's done. So you have to let everybody know. Everybody and their uncle has to know. So yeah. we're not in debt, is what yeah. you're saying, because it's been proven that it's fraudulent. Every contract for 8,500 years has been proven fraudulent. All of them. Every okay. one of them is in that grammar. All of them in every language forever okay. back for 8,500 years. So, but we still, because we're dumbified and we're stupid, we're still stuck in this slavery system and we need to get out. And the way to do that is to claim our life and go through this process we, we, never, we never actually went into any system of life, any system that says anything, but we're dead. We, we never made a claim. So when the countries come out of their third and final bankruptcies now, they have no debt, period. So now they're sovereign. Nobody can go in and, and claim, no, nobody can go steal their flag from them. It's up to a patriot. A patriot, whoever lives on that landmass, whatever that flag is associated with, Someone who lives on that landmass, someone who's born on that landmass, like I could have gone and claimed the Canadian flag. Okay, you could have gone and claimed the Aussie flag, but Colin Glenn hyphen Matthew Colin Lynette is the uh, stamp treaty holder who claimed those three Aussie flags. So your flags are all claimed up with Russell. It's all good. So what if I did nothing? What if I just went, okay, it's all done. It's, I'm debt free because the contracts are fraudulent. And I do nothing. I don't pay. Prove it. I have to prove it now. Yeah, because like prove I got it. these utility bills. Claim that I'm out of debt. How are you going to prove it? This point now is where I interject as a postmaster and just tell you what your rights are and what your rights aren't. 
if you don't come into this system with Russell as a claim of the live life person, you have absolutely no right to use this technology. None. If you use it without authority, they will harvest you and toss your ass in prison under Agenda 21 forever and you will not get out until you know how to do your own postal mechanics from prison to get yourself out. And you can't learn this in there. No, that's right. I'm not using it because I'm still in this slavery system. And so what I'm noticing, people are commenting on all these videos. I've watched like, I don't know, about 20 at the moment now. They're commenting saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. But my question to them is now ask, I want to ask every one of them, have you claimed your life? You're thanking him, but have you done the work yet? You can't just sit back and say, thank you, Russell, for doing all this work. Because like you're saying, you're still in the system. And it's a global shipping war. for a debt that's already been paid. Okay, so let me explain a few more things now that you need to know. Okay, so there's this war that's going on. It's a global shipping war. And we're now at martial law. Global martial law vitiates all contracts. War vitiates all contracts. It nullifies the contracts. Okay, so we can't do a lot of things while the globe is at war, but we can do the stop and correct. We can still stop and correct people. We have the duty of the stop and correct. So whether a cop says you got a contract or not, they think they have contracts. They don't. When a company comes out of its third and final bankruptcy, okay, all the citizens are now dumped into the sovereignty. You got to understand that the, the citizenry dumps out. You no longer have a constitution. You no longer have a citizenship. You no longer have a citizenry. You no longer have debt slaves. It's done. It's over. And so people need to stop participating in those contracts. But how do you go buy groceries with a credit card if you don't have a credit card or your debit card or your dollars or your okay? So how do you function in commerce now? Here's the system how you function in commerce. Get your claim of the live light. Get other contracts that you can use to be able to claim your rights because you get your rights by how you contract. Please understand the most important point that you need to comprehend about what I'm telling you with your rights and contracting. I am not speaking about the rights that you think are God-given, as in your right to breathe, as in your right to make babies. I'm not talking about those rights. I'm talking about your commercial rights to engage in commerce in contract. You and I are engaging in commerce right now over the internet. There's somebody else's thing called Zoom that they made up, you paid for to be able to use, and now we're communicating using that thing. This is commerce. You buy groceries, you buy anything, that's commerce. You trade with your next door neighbor, that's commerce. You cut my grass, I'll wash your car, that's commerce. So anything in commerce is exchanging of goods, trade, services, bartering. It's all commerce. And in a global shipping war, you get your rights to deal in commerce by how you contract. If you contract with Russell, you'll have a system of commerce that you can use. But you need a contract that gives you the right to use that. And that is your claim of the live life. That, well, that, that is the thing that gives you the capacity for the statement of a claim. For the documentary film, Last Flag Standing, Into the Life Scrammer Journey and Marching Flag Mechanics is with the solitary performances by this Postmaster General of our world, full colon Russell hyphen J full colon Gould period. To learn more, visit lisajanehussey.com forward slash quantum network. 
Thank you to my guests, Postmaster, Four Column Paul, Hyphen Douglas, Four Column Germanville, for jumping on Yummy Mummy Podcast, creating closure and clarity moving forward. If you feel what I do is important and you would like to hear more, please consider making a donation. PayPal.me forward slash Lisa Jane Hussey. Love this episode of Yummy Mummy Podcast? Head over to Spotify to subscribe, rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you. Until next time, stay delicious.